You are listening to You Were Made for This, the podcast to help transform your relationships into the best they can be. Welcome to You Were Made for This. If you find yourself wanting more from your relationships, you've come to the right place. Here you'll discover practical principles you can use to experience the life-giving relationships you were made for. And now here's your host, John Sertalic. Thank you, Carol. I'm sorry, what was that you said? Oh, my Thanksgiving was wonderful. Thank you for asking. How about yours? Really? Carol said her Thanksgiving was great and that she enjoys it more than Christmas because there's no gift buying. She said the hardest part of gift buying is getting something for the person who has everything. Well, today we're going to talk about that and hopefully solve that problem not just for Carol but for all our listeners. Today's episode is about giving a gift you can't buy online or in any store, and it starts with a story about a gift given to me years ago. One evening, my wife Janet was watching TV in our little TV room while I was working in my office down the hall. I happened to walk in and noticed that she was watching one of those never-ending Hollywood awards shows, you know, usually about someone getting a Lifetime Achievement Award. I think this one was for something like a Lifetime Achievement Award for Frankie Delano Torino, Italian makeup artist, for his work in making over-the-hill movie actresses long past their prime look 20 years younger than they really are. I think they showed before and after pictures of Shirley MacLaine and Dolly Parton and Sissy Spacek. It was really kind of scary. You know, it just seems that uh, Hollywood has these shows every, every week. As I was leaving the room, I then said, you know, I, I think that everyone should get a Lifetime Achievement Award at some time in their life. Well, I soon forgot what I had said. Janet did not. She was listening to me. Little did I know that her listening skills started her creative juices flowing to take my throwaway comment, I think everyone should get a Lifetime Achievement Award, and to turn it into something. Several months later, I discovered what a good listener Janet was. When for my birthday, she and my son and daughter and their spouses presented me with a Lifetime Achievement Award. I wish I could show it to you, but let me do the best I can to describe it. It was simply a horizontal picture frame, 16 by 13 inches. It was matted in the middle with a 7 and one half inch by 10 inch sheet of paper. And the top of the sheet of paper that was matted and framed uh, reads the following. On this day in history, and it gives my birthday, in 1999, John Michael Sertalic is hereby awarded the Lifetime Achievement Award for attaining the following accomplishments. Underneath this heading was a list of 30 so-called accomplishments, all inside family stuff, some serious, mostly funny. Here are a few examples. Most Courageous Piano Student, 1982. We had rented a piano for a year for our son and daughter to take piano lessons. We didn't buy one right away because we thought this might just be a passing fad. But they really got into it, especially our daughter. So we bought a piano, and then here we had this piano sitting. We paid a lot of money for it, and I thought, we need to get more use out of it. So I started taking piano lessons, and I did that for about a year. Actually, two years, I think. Each year, our daughter's piano teacher, she was my teacher too, would hold a recital for these little kids to show off their their skill. 
Well, since I was one of her students, she asked if I would want to be part of this. Here, this grown man being in a piano recital with all these kids. And I said, sure. So my daughter and I decided to uh, play a duet. And we had to have it memorized. Well, I <laughs> I froze during the, the competition, and I had to drag out the music. It was quite embarrassing, but... Uh, it was it was just really a lot of fun, and so uh, for that I received this Lifetime Achievement Award, Most Courageous Piano Student. Another one is uh, from my son. It uh, it reads Best Franklin Little League Dad, 1980s. Franklin was a town that we lived in, and he played little league, and I went to all of his games, and my wife did too, and we never hollered or complained like a lot of the other parents did, but uh, he appreciated that. Another award is uh, the best source of late night after travel pizza, 1988 to 1994. This is when our kids were in college. They're a year and a half apart, and they went to a small school in Indiana, and occasionally they would come home. And whenever they did, I would just say, hey, why don't we order pizza? I mean, that's what we do, and we celebrate things at our house. And it got to the point where we were do- this happened so often that they were taking bets as to how long it would take for me to utter those words, hey, let's order a pizza. Another award is this, best speech given by father at daughter's wedding, 1993. Oh, that was such a glorious day. I really do remember that. I just enjoyed that so much, uh, our, celebrating our daughter's marriage to her husband, Tim, and he's such a great guy, still is. And uh, they asked me to give a, a little talk during the wedding ceremony, which I really love that. Another award is this, Best Father-in-Law, 1993 to 1997. Now, I just noticed this after all these years, 1993 to 1997. The award was given to me, the Lifetime Achievement Award was, was given to me in 1999, what happened to years 98 and 99? I'm going to have to talk to my son-in-law and daughter-in-law to find out what that's all about. Another part of the award, the another accomplishment is this. Most organized home office. Honorable mention, 1998. My office is always a mess. and This, is, uh, this was their way of gently reminding me of that. Another accomplishment, home of the best travel destination for birds. 1990s. I, I love birds, and we have bird feeders in our backyard, and I just make sure that they're always filled, and and uh, I, I just love that. Another accomplishment, most sensitive to the thirst level of UPS man, 1998 to 1999. During this time period, uh, my son and I and my daughter and daughter-in-law all worked together. Uh, we had the, We shared offices together, and we had the same UPS guy that would make deliveries. His name was Carlos. Carlos would come up to our office, and he was always dressed in shorts, even if it was 20 below. And I just got in the habit of saying, hey, Carlos, would you like something to drink? You can help yourself uh, anything in the refrigerator. And, and he would do that. He was ju- just a really great guy. They thought that a little bit odd that I would offer him something to drink every, every time he showed up. Another accomplishment, and there's just a few more I wanted to mention. This one is entitled Blizzard Driving Safety Certification, 1999. Oh, I remember this day well, and I forgot about it. Our secretary at the time uh, had left. She had, uh, had, was getting married and was getting ready for the wedding, and, and um, we were invited to the wedding, all of us, my son, my wife, my daughter and daughter-in-law, and my daughter's uh, uh, husband. 
And so we had to drive about 100 miles to the small town in Illinois for this for this wedding. And I, I believe it was on New Year's Eve. Well, it started to snow. I mean, it really started to snow. And they were giving blizzard warnings. And we cut out of the reception early uh, to get home. But we really probably just should have spent the night there because the roads were terrible, just awful. I've never driven in worse, uh, worse conditions. But Janet and I, in our car, led the way. We didn't all ride together. I think we, we took two separate cars. And it was all I could see to stay on the road. And I actually was kind of scared. I thought this was really the dumbest thing I've ever done. Driving through the snow, there weren't any cars on the road. You couldn't tell where the road was. But eventually we made it home, and um, that was just such a relief. Another accomplishment, faithful supplier of dumping flowers, 1990 to 1991. My daughter and I had this custom. She was um, uh, dating various guys in, in college that were really nice guys. She would bring some of them home. But they, they just never clicked beyond just really being good friends. And so on several different occasions, guys that, that, that she was dating would break off the, the relationship. And she'd give a call and tear and say, so-and-so dumped me. And then she'd you know explain about that and the pain and all, all of that. Well, each time she got dumped, I would send her flowers. And she just really liked that. And I did, I did too. I didn't like the fact that she was in such anguish over this lost relationship. Um, but she said later that that was really meaningful to her. And then when they got engaged and got married, she said, no more dumping flowers, Dad. And finally, on this, uh, in this award, this Lifetime Achievement Award, is something at the very bottom, and it says, uh, as far as accomplishments, and most importantly, quote, boy, could that man dance. And that was something I told Janet that I would like on my tombstone. Boy, could that man dance. That's really all I wanted it to say. And that's because I can't dance at all. I dance like Elaine on, on Seinfeld. Uh, but I wanted uh, to convey a different persona on my tombstone. You know, this Lifetime Achievement Award was really and continues to be the best gift I have ever received. So what's the point of all of this? And what does this have to do with you? What it has to do with you is that you can do the same thing. You can give someone a Lifetime Achievement Award. And by doing so, it can help transform your relationship with that person into the best that it can be. Let me share with you seven benefits that you'll experience when you give someone a Lifetime Achievement Award to someone who has everything and to someone who has nothing. Number one, you'll save money. Lifetime Achievement Awards cost very little money, if at all. You can print them from a template on your word processor if you want. It's relatively inexpensive. And it solves that problem of finding a gift for someone who has everything. Benefit number two. Your family or your mutual friends will be brought closer together as you ask them, what are some of the serious and funny things we can give our family member or our friend an award for? I know my family had a ball coming up with all my idiosyncrasies that they wanted to point out under the guise of this Lifetime Achievement Award. And you can do the same thing. And it doesn't have to be just with a family. You know, if you're single, or you could do this with, with a group of friends. Working on this project just brings people together. 
A third benefit is that you'll become a better listener and observer of the important people in your life as you think about what to note in your award to them. A fourth benefit to giving someone a Lifetime Achievement Award is that you will connect with them on a deeper level based on their love language. We haven't talked about that yet, but at some point we will, but there are basically five love languages that come out of the writings of Gary Chapman. I will put a reference to his book in the show notes. The book is entitled The Five Love Languages. A Lifetime Achievement Award actually speaks to three of them, words of affirmation, gifts, and act of service. Words of affirmation is a prime one in this particular case. It's really affirming someone for who they are and what they do, and especially what they mean to you. Someone who speaks the love language of acts of service will also be deeply touched by getting a Lifetime Achievement Award because they'll know the amount of work that went into it at whatever level you can invest in it. Also, people who have the love language of gifts will certainly be appreciative of this particular one because it shows a great deal of thought and consideration put into it. Benefit number five to giving someone a Lifetime Achievement Award is that you'll create a historic record of several points in time about your relationship. It can be an heirloom. I know the one that I got, I am keeping as an heirloom. If our house ever caught on fire, I'd be grabbing this baby and taking it out with me. It is that meaningful to me. Benefit number six, you'll have a lot of fun doing this. It's fun thinking about how we can honor people. It's fun thinking about some of their really great qualities and also some of their idiosyncrasies that we can note. And then finally, benefit number seven to giving someone a Lifetime Achievement Award is that it can be repeated. You can give a Lifetime Achievement Award many times for many things. It doesn't have to be the long list of 30 that I got. It can be just for one thing. So there you have it. And here's our show summary in one sentence, the big idea of today's program, and it's this. One way of transforming a relationship into the best it can be is by doing what it takes to give someone a Lifetime Achievement Award. What I'd like you to do is to think about a relationship that you would like to honor and begin listening to, observing, and reminding yourself of the good qualities of that person. You can certainly do it individually, but it's a lot more fun if you do it collectively. So I hope you come back next week to listen to the next episode of You Were Made for This. The easiest way to listen is to subscribe to wherever you get podcasts, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and the others. That way you'll be notified each week when a new episode comes out to help you transform your relationships into the best they can be. And now to conclude, here's our quote of the week. It's actually taken from the Bible, the book of Romans, chapter 12, verse 10. And it says, Take delight in honoring each other. Thank you for listening.